in a world full of straight people. Aren't you glad there's WOW Presents Plus, the number one place in the world to see Drag Race? And so much more. Subscribe to WOW Presents Plus. Still only $4.99. Subscribe today as streamed on TV. I'm Matt McConkey. I'm a writer, actor, and podcaster, but my main thing is that I'm a gay man who loves sex in the city. I know, did you ever hear of such a thing? And with my overwhelming excitement for season two of And Just Like That, I couldn't help but wonder, should I do a podcast about this? The answer, of course, is no. But my dream was to sit down with my very own Mirandas and Charlottes and Che Diaz's to unpack the stories and themes of the show. My dream was to start a conversation, a community, a movement to bring back Samantha. And just like Matt, my dream came true. Welcome to episode three of And Just Like Matt. Today, we're going to get into episode three of And Just Like That, season two. I've got a pair of spectacular guests for you. But before we get to that, if you're enjoying the show, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and share it with your friends. And if you've got a burning question about a relationship or friendship problem or really anything Sex in the City adjacent, just record a voice memo on your phone and email it to us at andjustlikematt at gmail.com. And we'll answer your question on the show as we do in this very episode. So, a lot of wild behavior this week on the show. We've got Carrie lying to everyone about having COVID. Miranda nearly destroying Che's career with her cell phone. Seema pretending to pull a gun. Naya's getting groped by a hot sound guy. Charlotte and LTW are uh, seeming to check out a teenager. This episode was lit and insane, and I loved every second of it. And it's about to get even more chaotic because I've got a pair of wild cards as my guests today. Two untamable spirits are here to shake things up even further. My dear friend Kulap Vlaisak is a writer-director who created the show Bajillion Dollar Properties, on which she gave me my first professional writing job. But her most important credit is playing the part of Samantha at my wedding. We're also graced by none other than Chin Pak, the iconic TV journalist of MTV News fame. Together, Kulap and Chin host the excellent podcast Add to Cart for Lemonada Media, and they're here to help me navigate the choppy waters of episode three and to share their own experiences with friendship and parenting and stumbling through single life in an ambient haze. It is a lively conversation that won't soon be forgotten. And just like Matt, Kulap and Suchin are here. How would you characterize your relationship to Sex and the City? Suchin, we'll start with you. Well, it's my comfort food. You know, it's um, ham and eggs and, you know, ham and eggs and cheese on a roll. You know mm. what I mean? It's oh, wow. when I'm feeling... <laughs> when I'm feeling... You know, uninspired, sad, hungry, um, lonely. You know, it's mm. like a, it's a background thing. I c I've watched it on mute just to, it's enough just to see the visuals. It's enough just to see the way SJP moves and heals. Yeah. It's enough to see New York and in that 
and we're I'm I'm specifically talking about Sex in the City, and then we'll get to, and just sure. like that, um, and and then also I was living in New York when this was all happening. So it felt a little like a reality and show. And doing what? Sujin, Sujin doing what? Sorry, could you? Pe- people may not know. Doing what? Oh, right. Um, I was working on MTV and oh. myself hoeing around New York. I had a Russian artist boyfriend. I mean, not to say that I was stalking the show, but I'm just saying when you live in New York long enough, especially in your 30s, when you're working and looking for love, you it. You just you just relate. You just relate to the show. So I'm so excited that Kulop uh, brought me into this very sacred fold. I know that this is uh, this is near and dear to your heart, Matt. It's my greatest honor to have you here. And Kulop, how would you characterize your overall relationship to the show? Thank God Suchin's here. Thank God Suchin's here. Has all of that cred. Has the you know because. Our, all of your guests prior, and I've listened to every episode of And Just Like Matt. Excellent podcast, Thank you Matthew. so much. Everyone has just deep roots in, in New York. Mm. Uh, I have zero. <laughs> and I, like Matt, graduated in 98, but I moved to, to the West Coast. Yeah. And I went to the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising, and I could not afford HBO. And so my experience with the show was not on a first-run basis. It was seeing it in bips and bobs um, after the fact. It was seeing it on E. It was seeing it on, like, reruns. Um, And I just – I knew about it. I liked it when I watched it. I knew all of the references. But I haven't seen every episode like everyone else has. But I have to say that I, in my life, I relate more to and just like that than I do the previous. Like I, I don't know. Like I'm. It's making me feel real good. Yeah. Did did I have? Did do I have? Oh, we can have quibbles about season one, and we can you know certain things are like ah you know and it, it's close. It cuts close to home. We're all podcasters here. That's right. On the Zoom screen. <laughs> We have things to say, but I gotta say, it feels real nice as a as a Taurus sun. It feels just like a blanket, a blanket and a box of chocolate Agreed. because it's familiar. Because it's familiar and affirming. You think, Kulap? Uh, it's familiar, but it's also like kind of like aspirational as Sue and I move towards another stage in our lives. And Matthew, too, of Absolutely. course. Absolutely. You're, you're without age. You're without age. Matt, I know your feelings about aging. And I oh, won't yeah, I'm, I'm against it just uh, as a general concept. But I am. But I agree. I'm very comforted by its depiction in this show. And just like having it modeled for me that these friendships that you started in your 20s and 30s can last into your 50s and beyond. Yes. Yes, Matt. I really do thing. feel... You know, I'm gonna listen, from the from the get go. Minute five, guys. I think everybody here, I'm talking about, and just like that, and and just like Matt, is doing their best work. Agreed. Wow, I really Major feel agree. that. I really feel that. I really feel that. Well, speaking gonna, of doing our best yeah. work, I, gosh, you know, the elephant in the room is uh, my wedding. Uh, the uh, yeah. uh, the listeners, unfortunately, have heard about it. 
ad nauseum on ad this nauseum. show on homophilia on the deep dive on ad to cart on bitch sesh you know there's there's been so much talk around this cool out played samantha at the wedding and that of course was the most coveted role casey thought she was a samantha june thought she was a samantha everybody had a lot of ideas it was really never up for debate in my mind who cool up would play and throughout all of the controversy that has ensued and continues cool up has remained pretty quiet about mm. winning that role but then you know, now that you're here i'd like for you to speak on it i mean what is there to say i i'm not gonna manufacture some sort of angst or turmoil <laughs> you're not gonna offer that it up be. if the listeners could see <laughs> the look of just <laughs> pure satisfaction and matt the toughest is is that you have a lot of samanthas in your life and some of them are men, you know, that I'm sure had stuff to say that didn't have the space to. You, you, it's interesting. It's interesting. And, and Matt, I gotta say, you're Samantha yourself. So, uh. I mean, thank you so much. I, I, she's the one I probably identify with the least only because I'm, uh, I don't know, such a coward in so many ways. She's so bold. But, you know, I also knew that you were going to be bringing a certain level of, I, I, I mean, sexuality to your your look and your overall vibe at the wedding, and I knew that we needed to channel that, and that if we if we if we put you as a Charlotte over here, it would have been distracting and it would have been confusing to the audience. By the audience, I mean my I, wedding guests. <laughs> no, I nobody would have known where they were had I been right. in the audience. I would have been confused if you were Charlotte. I would say this is a different show. This is a different take. And Sue, could you see me as a Miranda? I... No, Hell you're not no. a Miranda. No, you're yeah. you're a Sam. <laughs> you're definitely Sam. Sam. And so I've been silent and supportive. You know, what I tried to say, and I do believe, my favorite actresses are June Diane Raphael and Casey Rose Wilson, that the roles, what they, they had to do heavy lifting in the cold open of your wedding. <laughs> and... When you, as Matt, has, have to look at your theater players, to me it made full sense oh. who, who, were, oh. who was cast. I love it. I love this gracious, gracious I mean, limp hand she's offering <laughs> to the others as they... Well, they say time waits for no one and neither should payday. To get your money moving in the direction of your dreams, get Earn In. Earn In is the app that's helping millions of Americans feel self-sufficient without falling into debt traps. Earn In empowers you to live life to the fullest by providing up to $100 a day of your pay within minutes of earning it. No mandatory fees and no credit check. You just watch your earnings tick up as you work. Access up to $750 per pay period. It's easy and free to get started. You just add your bank and employment info. They'll verify your paycheck. It's designed to support you in the short term and long term. So download Earn In today. That's e a-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, just type in Just Like Matt under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. That's Just Like Matt under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. 
This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. As many of you know, I'm a big therapy person. I would say for me, the greatest benefit of therapy, if I can look back at all of the years that I have spent in therapy, has been changing the way that I speak to myself internally. You know, everybody always says like, yeah, you treat yourself the way that you would treat a friend. That's much easier said than done. So many of us are our own worst critics and it 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 takes some 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 help to untangle that. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So take a moment, visit betterhelp.com slash like Matt today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash like Matt. Foam yes. at the bit. Look, and that's what, Sue. What else can I do? What else can I do? What else can you are be nothing said? but gracious and generous. I have to say that Matt and I. I was so real talk. I was so incredibly nervous, and I even taking myself back to that day. I was um, out of my mind, so fearful oh. that I was going to fuck it up. Yeah. It was just this. We wanted to be so good yeah. for you. We were so be cared. Yeah. Excited and happy. And the only thing that really, you know, was a salve was just all the laughs I got. And that really grounded me <laughs> in a way, you know, and brought me back into who I am. So, you know, thanks, Matt. Uh, please. Thank you. You earned them. You earned every single one of those laughs. It was tough for, for my dear friends because, like, Sam has all of the lines. Like, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know. The I limp just, hand doth get I, stronger. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> put it together Matthew cast it I mean what you can guys, I do but to honor his wishes I think we need a bonus episode when this is all done and you gotta do it you gotta do it either for the Patreon you gotta do it for the premium plus whatever I'm what about a reenactment Whoa. Uh, with the ladies Whoa. I, I'd like to hear it I don't know what's it's in the script I don't, I don't know what was said I know that there may be feelings, um, but I'm just putting it out there. That's really that's a really compelling idea, Suchin. I mean, I, I worry about what would happen if we open that Pandora's <laughs> box. Not with Kulop. I know Kulop's going to be sitting pretty no matter what, but some of the others are, they can get a little bit wily. You guys are a vicious, competitive, right. wolf-like bunch of rabid yeah. animals that's that right. all yeah. have to win. It's it's and mm-hmm. you just cool up. You just you mm-hmm. just threw in an element that would take it to like island survival mode. And I I just I can't wait. And when you put it that way, Suchin, it does make it even more exciting, <laughs> more intriguing. And Sue, what is your you know of the core four? Who do you identify with the most? Oh gosh, I mean. You're I hate Carrie. it. I, no, you're a Carrie. I am, I, yes, you I, are. Sounds like it. I don't know. I don't think I'm a Carrie. I think I'm. I'm somewhere. Be- I'm a Miranda. Maybe. I okay, see myself I see more as a Miranda, and I don't like Miranda. You know, she's <laughs> not my favorite character. And then just like that, 
there are scenes and when I say I don't like her it, it meaning that like she triggers me in a way that the others don't because it's there's so much honesty there mm. do you know what I mean like I see so yes. much of myself and I'm so annoyed by her and I'm like oh my god this is me you know and so in that respect I think because I'm definitely not Charlotte although I've had times when my whole life centered around I need to get married by 28 and then have my first baby by 30 and by 32 you know what I mean I did for but you know and I I mean Carrie is fantastic but you know I can't wear heels and 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 do that and I'm definitely not Sam so you're yes but you're so like fashionable and like you don't wear heels now but you used to yeah but i think all the ladies are fashionable so i want to hear more about the about your single days i mean i've heard about kulavs but very happy to relive them but suchin before you're married you're 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 in new york you're on top of the world you're working at mtv you're single (laughs) you're going on dates yeah walk us through this Oh God, I'm oh, so happy. I don't know if I want to do that. Um, yes, but but we do want it though. I mean, you know, do you all know the names of everyone you've slept with? Are, are we in that category? No. no. Okay. Absolutely I'm in. not. I, d- yeah, I did ab- keep a running list for a while for that purpose, and even then, I've got some question, <laughs> some question marks, marks on that list. Yeah. I I think I know them. You think? I think I know the names. I think I do. Of course do. you do. Of course well, you do. Well, because Sue, what you don't know is that. I lost my virginity at 14, and then Scott was the second person I slept with at 19, and then we split up, and then I did, you know, like a year or two. Oh, so you haven't had, yeah, but a year or two is nothing. Well, one can get a lot done in that year or two, but I I don't think you work a lot. I mean, I was, uh, you know, I think I was efficient, but it wasn't like, (laughs) you know... It's not what a Matt and what I'm now hearing a Sue Chin did through the burrows. Yeah, yeah, many burrows. Um, <laughs> you know, let me just say there was cocktails of Xanaxes and Ambien's. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Like that. Oh, wow. That because wow. I don't drink, as you know, I badge of honor, but I I'm yeah. not sober. You know, uh, also. Yeah. So I think there was a lot of like. I don't know if you guys have ever been through an ambient phase. Have y'all been through an ambient phase? It gets real dicey when you're dating. Yeah. I've dabbled and it, it got so weird just a couple times that really I took it. I was like, I don't, think, I don't think this is a safe area for it me. It gets really weird. You take the ambient and if for whatever reason you don't fall asleep, Oof. the Blackberry comes out and you're like, oh, yeah. doot, oh, wow. doot, 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 doot. And it's it's hours of conversation. It's um it's invitations in the middle of sure. the night, and then complete blackout until the next day when you cross your fingers and you looked at your call list and you're like, please, please, please let me not have gone on this phone. And then you look and you're like, God damn it! I do have to say, uh, it stopped. When I started to date my husband for the second time and I was more serious about it and I did want to actually date him, he, I was still in my ambient phase and uh, we were dating and then about, you know, a few months into it when we both were like, this is getting serious. He was like, it's the ambient or me. We're going to have to 
Wow. Yeah, it was an, and an ultimatum. And I never choice. looked back. But that's how bad it was. Like I, you know, I can't, wow. I, I can't remember the conversations. He was like, "This is a terrible, terrible person to be in a relationship with." Getting calls in the middle of the night, you know, planning trips to Uruguay, um, booking tickets, you know, um, asking Whoa. for jewelry, you know, whatever it is. And then the next morning, having no memory of it, and he was like, "This is not fun for me." So. That was a lot of my single days was kind of that super messy. Messier um, than I would have imagined. Yeah, I, I know. I know. That's well, that's, we'll ha- everybody reveal a reveal here. Sujin presents. Well, this is presents a certain way. Mm-hmm. But what is the truth? Sujin garbage. Um, <laughs> but also because we all know that Charlotte's character has slept with the most people on right. the series. And so, you know, when the out, it, it, sometimes when the exterior is, is, uh, a is as picture perfect the, as what mm, I, what I'm looking at today in mm, this, in this oh, uh, orange red lip. Yeah. Inside it's, it's pretty, you know, stinky garbage. Sex and the City Anna, just like that, are, are odes to female friendship. So we have to talk about yours. You two, of course, famously have kind of an SJP Kim Cattrall thing where you work together and then the mics are off and then you don't speak and that's where it ends um how would you each describe your dynamic and why why you think it works i want to be clear that's that's the dynamic of most of my friendships (laughs) it's not i don't know if it's anything particular to our friendship but continue (laughs) go ahead kula okay well look sue says no a lot and then i weigh her down until she goes, okay. And then because, like, she doesn't want to do things, but she has this A-plus personality, mm. then she'll go so hard. Mm. So it makes her such a great partner. <laughs> no to opportunities. No to ideas oh, yeah. sure. for podcasts. Yes. Oh. No, I'm even more honored that you said yes to doing this. Because I'm sure that every you, you did not want to with every fiber of your being. And yet here you are. And we're having a good time. I know the listeners are having a good time. I mean, it's one of the first things that she said yes to really fast. You know, I forced her into an upcoming episode of Family Feud. I gave her no room to say no. Correct. Um, When is that airing, by the way? Sometime soon. They said summer. So uh, I can't wait for everyone to see us. It's me, Suchin Pak, Paul Shear, Judah and Raphael as our captain, and Jessica St. Clair. Oh, God, what a dream team. It was a dream team. Also to swing back to... Matt, what you initially started here is like much like and just like that. I think for Sue and I, our female friendships and our and Matt, I I'm when I say that myself. I include you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm in there. Yeah, like my friendships, you yeah. Know, mm-hmm. Yeah, like that that is the that is the foundation. I mean, Sue and I True. both talk about like hundred percent dress we dress for ourselves and for our friends. Yeah. We are like this is the time where it's about like wooing our friends. Yes. Yes. Like Well I'm very happy to have both of you here. I mean for many reasons, but one of them is to talk about aging and the mm-hmm. way it's represented in the show. You know, because Carrie and the gals are in their mid fifties. And they're, you know, they're talking about sex and all the rest of it, but they're also talking about menopause and they're talking about they're changing bodies and cosmetic procedures. Where do we find both of you um, emotionally right now in regards to the aging process? 
I think, well, in terms of the show, I think um, relating to it, I mean, I think that they they do a really good job. I think it it's obviously heightened. I would say, though, the biggest difference between, you know, a fictional universe and the real universe, at least for women, um, is that you just get, uh, in my experience, you just get more and more invisible. Like mm-hmm. the fact that a, even a Che would <laughs> be attracted, you know what I mean, to a woman in her 50s or uh, and, and all of that. So to me, like experiencing kind of like this fading away, you know, in terms of visibility, not only in just every aspect of your life. Um, but um, but again, because I had so much of that front loaded, like it, it doesn't affect me, I think, maybe in in the more traditional ways. For me, it's an it's it's kind of a relief because it's uh, for me, this time in my life has been such a like internal dive that I never got to do before. So like not having to have that pressure or that feeling of having to perform or be seen, especially by, you know, men or as, you know, like a sexual being isn't something that I see as restrictive, you know? So I kind of find that liberating. Well, if we can yeah. find a, you know, uh, a time where I can go with Suchin to South Korea and we can get various non-invasive ejections. And, and some invasive. Get some shopping in, and some invasive. Okay, if we can go to South Korea and we set up, you know, an add-to-cart cruise where all of us just like, oh Suchin designs it and we get, prodded and, and pricked and you know yanked oh, I want all manners it. yanked and janked and all that stuff i mean like let's let's make it happen you know what i mean i'm reminded of it actually in this episode we run into bitsy von muffling i think yes. her name is yeah she has That's this right. beautiful kabbalah quote the whole never fills but mm. new life will grow around it after she talks to bitsy and bitsy's like you need to do something that makes you feel good. I got a facelift. Yes. What is it yeah. for you? And then she enters oh her apartment God. with just bags yes. of burnt orgasm. Oh. Orgasm. And I was oh, like, God. this is all, Every this. single viewer orgasmed together. It was a Absolutely. group orgasm. Yeah. This episode for me, more than, I would say more than any other of the ep- other episodes, even you know from last season and from this season, I feel like was like I got to the heart of Carrie. You know, I felt like in season one, it was really dealing with her grief. Carrie's character, I think intentionally often is the silent audience, you know, like Mm -hmm. she doesn't quite Mm -hmm. engage. She's, you know, she's, she can be a little prudish. Um, Mm -hmm. She, you know, she can be all these kinds of things and she kind of dips in and out. And so this was an episode where she really dipped in and even to the point of the shoes when she's buying the shoes, when she's crying about the reading, but then also when she lies uh, and says she has COVID. Like, it, it was also relatable. It was mm-hmm. all, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, there she is. You there know, is. There's, there's, yeah, there's yeah, there's our girl. Yeah. The hardest part of this whole audiobook thing for me, I think, was the Gary, I believe his name oh. is, the engineer, who oh. keeps telling her she needs to pronounce it forgotten and important. <laughs> I'm like, sir, What? No human being says forgotten. Also, she's going too slow. What's an edit for? What? That's your job, dude. Uh, 
yeah. cut out the cut out the pauses. Like, don't make her do that again. I I did want to <laughs> fight for her as an agent oh, in yeah. the room. Be like, fuck you. My client's not doing that reading again. You can Absolutely. edit this out. Poor um, Renee Colvert, you know, cutting out edits and stutters for hours every week because of me. <laughs> You and know, also hire oh, an actress. Yeah. Just hire. She wants. She doesn't want to do it. Hire yeah. a goddamn actress. Guys, come on. Hire but where's a then? Where's the? Where's the arc then? Where's the arc? I loved it. I loved. Uh, I love them uh, forcing her to do this uncom- being uncomfortable. Yeah. I love that the engineers, uh, the assistant, had smelly <laughs> oh armpits. God. That's oh, a yeah. funny oh, scene. Those <laughs> small details, you know, that they're pulling from real life. Oh, yeah, big time. He's wearing a double mask? Yes. These details, yes. Yeah, to not smell himself. He's peace sign on the way out. I mean, come on. But by the way, the flying home for Brady thing, I was in this whole conflict between, as you're saying, Suchin, the cell phone thing, and she's snuck the contraband phone into the taping. If you are lucky enough to go to a multicam taping, which is a dying art in 2023, (laughs) you follow those rules. Or put it on vibrate. But, oh my God. Put it on vibrate. She, she doesn't know those rules, guys. She's she used to be a, a a lawyer. That's right. So put it on vibrate. You can't. You went into a courtroom, didn't you, with the cell phone? I want to tap into the Ma- Michael Patrick King, he- like my hat here is mm. that Miranda used to be like the voice of reason, right? Like for Carrie, like she was the like logical person and. The one, you know, we get a little bit of it's like you should never sleep with somebody you work with because you lose your power. This is her. This is her arc. The totally other way. She's she's lost. Right. She's trying to find all over the place. Yeah. And she. Yeah. The thing is, she blew up her family. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's. And so she is not talk about like guilt, losing your power, mm -hmm. having no foundation, having. She's just. Yeah, horny and like, uh, not even just horny for Che. Horny for this like, this newness, this freedom. freedom but mm-hmm. it's not without a cost and without like. That's a good point. A lot of pain. So she is just, you know, she's she is a mess. When you put it like that, which I a hundred percent agree with, it was the right character choice for Miranda. She had to do that. Because she, you know, for us, yes, I mean, I, I can't imagine, you know, but if I was in that position where my family had been fractured by choices that I had made and I could be there for my kid, I'm sorry. You know, I don't care if it's a pilot. And that's the other thing. Like you said, she's a lawyer from New York. She doesn't understand what a pilot is and how hard that is and, you know, what blood, sweat, and tears goes into this. She's like, listen, I get it, but I got to go home and be with my kids. So, I think for her character, I understood it. I didn't. I didn't think yeah. that that was a confusing, as confusing as the android. Oh yeah, I agree. And I, I, yeah, I, I think it was the right thing for her to do in the within the world of the show. Yeah. But as 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 her friend, you know, which I consider myself to be, I was like, come on, girl. Sure. You know. But having said all that, the moment he comes, walks in the door, and he cries on her shoulder was so worth it. Sweet, yeah. And I think it's gonna be a return to herself, and a return to New York, and a wor- return to some kind of like, yeah, like a new version of herself, but still with M H at the core of who she yeah. is. 
You know, this show is all about honest conversations where we, we really face our fears. And for some of us, it's a fear of aging. For some of us, it's a fear of carbs. And hey, I get it. The fear is real. But that is why I'm so excited to tell you about our sponsor, Hero Bread. Hero Bread has remade many of your favorite foods, but in these fluffy, delicious versions that include no net carbs, zero grams sugar, and fewer calories, plus protein and fiber. Two of my favorite things. I've always said, if I ever have twin children, their names are going to be protein and fiber. What did I have for lunch today? A tuna sandwich on their seeded bread. It was the perfect texture. It toasts up just like a dream. My God, was it good. And right now, if you go to hero.co and use code LIKEMAT, you will get 10% off your first order. So don't give up on being a breadhead because Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co, use code LIKEMAT at checkout. That's LIKEMAT at H-E-R-O dot C-O. So is that what the theme of this episode is? It's like for Carrie, it's a return. Once she, once she is with Lizette and comforting Lizette, sees her loss, then she sort of finds it in her to finish that finish that last chapter finish that audiobook is that a, now we're a return to what herself what's there? the title of this episode do we know that's a good question i do know i don't remember yeah i don't remember title? seeing that and couldn't get back into the uh, app anyway but oh <laughs> i i thought what was interesting by the way guys had a, had very little problems had very you're the only person problems. you're the only person so far cool <laughs> let me just say i'm on a first name basis with lilith who was helping me out there from the tech team. But, um, well, between, you know, losing the jewelry, losing the Birkin bag, losing, you know, big, I think I thought an interesting theme was it doesn't necessarily, it can be a big loss, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. It can be a little loss, quote unquote. But it's all loss and relative to where we are in our life. And I think sometimes as friends, how, why friendships, when they really do work, work, is that it doesn't matter what problem you're bringing to me. I'm going to treat that problem as important as it is in your life. Like, I'm not going to contextualize it in my life or in the, you know, in the world. I'm just going to be there with you in your life and that's a really big problem. Losing a Birkin bag for you is, yes. you're inconsolable. Uh, let me be there for you. Yeah. I'm not, you know what I mean? It isn't like, well, Birkin bag or my husband. You know what I mean? And there are people like that. And I, those I would argue my that friends. Birkin bag is a much bigger loss in this case. <laughs> well, I see that. I see your guys' <laughs> argument to that. But so I thought that that was kind of an interesting thread in this episode of like, and 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 I really relate to that because I think it, it's interesting, especially I was talking about parenthood and marriage. I have friends that aren't married that don't have kids. Like, you know, that's a big theme. Also, insects in the city, right? Of like, what I don't get a I don't get a baby gift registry because you know I'm not going to have kids. But do I get a single gift registry and you all buy me pairs of shoes? Like, do you know what I mean? Like being seen yeah. in your own life choices and being honored in your own life choices and all of that meaning and mattering. I, to me, I, that's what I kind of saw as a thread of this episode too. And I am really enjoying 
LTW, Naya, Seema, like more Anthony. Like I'm loving what's happening. Like I'm obsessed with LTW. She has buoyant breasts. I mean, she, of course, deserves number two on that MILF list. I thought the scenes with Charlotte were so funny. So funny. Tim Bagley. Please, Tim Bagley is perfection as the principal. And his utter contempt for them is so funny. It's so good. And they're just straight. Like, those are fun comedy scenes. I'm like, yes, yes, please. So, And I'm like... Like, Naya and, like, her, like, truly, like, the hottest men. Like, this to this episode, the bulging biceps of the sound guy. It's just like, let me pause that real quick. Let me pause because I'm blushing, too. I'm blushing, too. Now you get that number. You These that men number are right throwing now. themselves at her. They're coming out of the woodwork. And she's like, I'm married, sort of, question mark. I can't. And it's like, you absolutely can. And please do. Well, she's about Hopefully. to. That the the to. last episode, I think, with when she's eating, that scene was so steamy like their chemistry was so hot the guy that was like oh, the restaurant owner. dessert together yeah. whoa that was i was like yes yes yes, yes. Go, i love go. i love like, chocolate cake yes 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah it was a hot moment you know that's what that's another thing moment. we come for oh do you have time to stay for a listener question yeah yes please please hey matt big fan of the podcast Um, I find myself in a little bit of a situationship right now where one of my friends and I have started sleeping together and it's been like awesome and fun, but we're both still pretty scared to like tell too many people about it because we don't know what's like what it's going to do to our friendship group. Um, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation like this before, but any and all advice would be super helpful. Thanks. Hmm. Never Have tell anybody. Ever... Oh my god! I don't. I don't think. I don't think you bring so it up many until times. you know. So many times, and and you know, never bring it up, and then you deny it until it's until it's true. Yeah. Well, I kind of agree. Yeah. It's interesting getting this question today because, not to brag, but right before this, I was binging some episodes of Friends, uh, and we were in the. Um, the season of Monica and Chandler are together and they haven't told anybody yet and we're having all the fun of they're sneaking around and people are slowly starting to find out but I think you know the reason it worked was that people started to find out at the point that they were actually committed to each other and it had moved beyond a situationship so I do feel like this can just be your little secret for now if this really is just fun yeah because the difference, so the situation is, is that all of the people that you're keeping it from know both of you. They're going to have a lot of opinions. You don't want to be flooded with that right now. You want to see where this goes, no matter how, what the outcome is. Yeah. And when, whatever that may be, and that comes out, then you can address it then. But don't, don't taint this moment. Yeah. Agreed. Find some friends, some, some friends who are not part of that friend group that you can talk to yeah. about it. And if you don't have those, just, you know, call us back. Call us back. Give us more details. And Just Like Matt is a WOW Podcasts production created and hosted by me, Matt McConkie. Our executive producer is Renee Colbert. If you've got a burning question about a relationship or friendship problem or really anything Sex and the City adjacent, 
Just record a voice memo on your phone and email it to us at andjustlikematt at gmail.com, and I'll answer your question on the show with my very fancy guests. 